In 2019, a new type of film was released, something that might make you think you were watching a Charlie Chapman film. But this one is from the genius mind of director Taka Watiti. On this week's episode, we might even discuss Jojo Rabbit's imaginary friend, Hitler. Sit back and grab an adult beverage and listen to our host talk about the award-winning satire film, Jojo Rabbit. Welcome to Adult Beverage Podcast, where we will be talking films, new and old. He's looking at you, kid. Think the fly thing. Did we just become best friends? Yep. As well as anything else in the entertainment world, while enjoying an adult beverage in hand. Well, let's talk about Jojo Rabbit. And, uh, I mean, you know, this is a fun film, I think, uh, all the way through. Let's just, I'm going to ask questions right off the bat. Did you guys enjoy it or did you not like it? Loved it. Loved it. I I did enjoy it. Awesome. Well, let me just tell everybody who's who's online with us right now. We've got uh, Laura Truman. Hello. And Patrick Keenan. Hello. And Squeaker. Hi, everyone. And we're all coming from <laughs> different Who are you trying to pick up, Squeaker? The, hello there. <laughs> hello, my sexy voice. Uh, the ladies, man. Is it not working? <laughs> hey. I'm so <laughs> turned on right now. <laughs> our listeners will know we're all at our own, uh, own houses uh, doing this lovely podcast for you guys because we, we know about this time everybody's starting to get cage fever. And, uh, and we're drinking and we hope you're drinking with us and hope you, you know, each one grabs your own drink and, and here's a toast to you for making it through the coronavirus to you. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> awesome. Is that a nice way of saying that they've made it through everything else and they might finally stumble upon us? Is that, <laughs> well, that was it. They, Hopefully. Uh, they've already run through the 75 <laughs> other podcasts and now they're on to us, but no, Hey, look, you know, we, we, we're, we're doing this thing and, and and that's the thing about it. Everybody's in the same boat and everybody's, you know, wearing the still wearing the same pajamas from, you know, t- two weeks. Um, you guys are yeah. wearing something. Yeah. <laughs> well, Not thank- pants. <laughs> so, you know, listeners, we are actually looking at the other person uh, on through uh, zoom uh, right now. So it's, uh, it's interesting to see everybody looks pretty good and healthy and that's a good thing. Um, we hope you guys are out there. You're, you're being real cautious and staying home too. And, and, and listening Watch to all hands. of our adult beverage podcasts, because there's a bunch that we've already, we've already, uh, 16 of them, I think are already in the can that we've done here. Oh, Was that last one 16? I think so. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So, and this is number 17 and it is Jojo Rabbit. Woo! Jojo Rabbit. Let's just, let's, in the beginning, let's just go right to the start. Uh, Patrick, what did you think about the beginning of the film? The very beginning where he's getting all psyched up to be a Hitler youth. Mm-hmm. The, whole, the whole start. <laughs> I, think that, I thought that was just hysterical. Uh, it was a great opening and you get to meet his imaginary friend, which is nice. Herr Hitler. Hi, uh, Hitler. Hi, 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 Hitler. Uh, I thought it was an amazing opening. Uh, very funny. Uh, it's a strange movie because you start off going, this is funny. And then some stuff happens later where you're like, oh, single yeah. tear. 
or several tears. I, that got right. me. Yeah, be crying uncontrollably. I like I like the way this started off as kind of you know carefree and loose and uh, and fun, and then boom, you know, you get nailed with this impact, uh, mm-hmm. you know, which is is it's. I mean, it's, it's neat the way he did this film. Um, one of the things that you know he worked on this film for fifteen years, and actually, uh, I think he did a course at the Sundance Institute. Um, which I've done, and it's a great course for, you know, they have all different types of things, screenwriting and all kinds of different courses there. But um, it's it's a phenomenal uh, workshops that they put on. And, but, you know, think about this. For 15 years, he couldn't get this thing made. And, you know, and then you see what's on the screen. And I thought, I honestly, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I think me and Patrick and I went to see it when, on the second run, uh, we didn't see it on the first, so we went went to see it, and it, and it, I was blown away. I mean, right from the beginning, I just I thought this was amazing, like what he did, and I, I've always liked his style, but I thought he just nailed this one, and um, I, I don't know what else to say about it. I, I, it's I, a what, fantastic director. I'm sorry, Carl. Uh, yeah. what, what took the 15 years to make? Was it nobody well, wanted to pick it up? Was it just getting the script right? I think, he, you know, he had a script and it just, you know, it, it wasn't in the place for someone to look at. And, and, you know, think about it. If you, It's a hard sell. I mean, if you, yeah, you're, hey, we're going to make a movie and it's going to be about Nazis, you know. And it's going to have an imaginary Hitler. Yeah. And we're going to throw Hitler in there. <laughs> Well, it's based you know, on a book. Right. Yeah. And there isn't an imaginary Hitler in the book. Right. There's but, not? But I think that's no, what that's makes been it. Added for yeah. Oh, I think it's great. Uh, one of my questions to you guys is, did you guys, when you were growing up as a kid, did you have an imaginary friend? And do some not. of you still have an imaginary friend? No, I, I don't have one in the sense friend. of like where you actually talk to one. But I, you know, I had a good imagination. Like, I was, I think we all did. I mean, that was the thing. I mean, I used to, you know, make, you know, crazy games up that I would play, you know, I mean, I played basketball games where I was, you know, had, in a sense, I was playing against, you know, all my imaginary, you know, NBA players, Um, you know, so, you know, we had something like that. So I guess I could relate a little bit to this situation. And, and I mean, you know, the, the Hitler just, he was so good at it. Um, you know, just brought the realness of this film out. And it was like, you know, um, a sounding board. Uh, did anybody grab that part of it? It was like his sounding board to his conscious of what was happening. Yeah. It's how he kept oh, yeah. himself motivated and, and mm-hmm. keep his good attitude up. <laughs> I'm just very good looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then he has his accident and he's ugly. He's ugly forever after that. (laughs) Right. Dude, he got messed up. (laughs) I mean. You could see as he kind of like started. It was like his inner doubt you were seeing as the movie got towards the end. Um, As he kind of, you know, changed his opinions, but you still saw like the other side of it through Adolf. Right. Which is really strange. Right. I mean, we think about it, you know, we, you know, the Hitler in this, um, wasn't like a super bad villain. Uh, but what I think it did was it gave clout to the whole situation of how bad this situation was. And, you know, not to take any, you know, uh, taking anything away from this film, 
but to also look at historical what has happened. And I think that's a good thing about it. Like I've heard a lot of people go, well, you know, I think it's bad. You're making fun of, you know, the Jew. I don't think that was the situation. I think this is to make us look at, Hey, you know, this is what happened is actually yeah, this reality. Is the reality. And let's, let's, you know, yes, let's make fun of it, but not in a way that's bad. And I think that's what he, what he did with this film. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's the end of the podcast. And it's been great okay, having bye. you guys. So, Hey, we just want to make sure you rate review and subscribe. <laughs> uh, you brought up the beginning. So, I actually was kind of the opposite of you guys. It, it kind of took until the end to really appreciate the beginning more. Like I thought it was funny, but then to actually like, as it kind of sunk in more that like, this could literally have been a kid in Germany, like the things that they're putting in his head and, and making him think this was the right way of living. Then once I kind of thought back to the beginning, I was, it kind of all fell in place for me. Right. I think yeah. I thought it was great. The use of the, you know, the old footage and, uh, and the music, the way they tied the music in in the beginning, um, you know, it, and then him, you know, him running through when Jojo's running through the whole, you know, the streets and hi Hitler, hi Hitler, you know, and, and I just thought, you know, I could see that happening. So my my dog could hear, it, you know, he believed it too. So, um, yeah, I mean, it just uh, was fun on that side, and and I, you know. The thing about this is it, it breaks down the barrier of the innocent on a film, you know, and you and you really dig into that side of it. Is there uh, one character that you resonated with throughout? Yorgi. Yorgi, yeah. <laughs> I love him. He's my favorite. I, I swear he is Nick Frost as a child. Totally. Totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, my yeah. God. I just kept looking at him going, is his last name Frost? Is that like it <laughs> Frost? duplicate himself as a clone <laughs> he was so good i have never had one of those old woman moments where i wanted to walk up and squeeze this guy's little cheeks he's so cute in it like you're just <laughs> like so i want to just so cute i just wanted to get in there with him you know because every time he was on screen <laughs> i was laughing my ass off and you know i mean and he was the sweetest little nazi youth right yeah. right and it was just his little mannerisms along with his you know his uh his you know, dialogue that he had, it was just phenomenal. So how relieved were you there when, uh, when he ran out and like all the explosions happened and then you, he finds him like a few minutes later and he's alive. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You're yeah, he made it. <laughs> yeah. And, and with a carefree mannerisms, you know, um, yeah, look on the bright side. Now you could be with your Jew girlfriend. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing he's just amazing. got such a good attitude throughout the whole thing he i mean you know he's only in very few scenes and yet i was like i just want to see more of him i want to see more yeah. of him you know he but totally steals the show he he does he does and i mean you know what can you say about the the lead actor in this i mean he just is phenomenal yeah. take what Tini knows how to cast if you go yeah. back to uh I just watched Boy, actually, for the first time. I haven't seen uh, that. A week or so ago. I think it was on something like uh, Voodoo or something or another for free. So I had the chance to watch that. Really good. I love Hunt for the Wilder People, what we do in the oh, shadows. Oh, me too. Oh, good. Uh, he's, he's, his casting is so amazing. Uh, kudos to Taika. Well, yeah, and in all fairness, he's really good with the kid actors. I mean, he brings out the most in them. 
he finds he's got this sort of you know unique uh, characteristic that um, he's, he's almost, like a kid. He's like a kid. He really he is. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, you know, I, I don't know if anybody listened to uh, the, I listened to the DVD with him and um, and its director's you know talking uh, version. And he, you know, he basically makes phone calls the whole time. The I commentary, mean, the commentary was because uh, I don't want to really say it was commentary. It was more like uh, him on the phone with people talking through the whole thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, my wife was like, "I just want to hear him talk about why this was made and all this." But I, and, and honestly, I did too. But I was laughing because it was just him cutting up. And you could just see that was how he was throughout, you know, the whole production probably. And, but yet, uh, you know, he's, he's an amazing director. I mean, it's really, I have not seen boy, but all the other films have just been, I think outstanding. So yeah. Boy is not as amazing as like hunt for the wilder people is pretty amazing. Oh, it's so, uh, good. so good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a great, yeah, that's really good. Uh, but boy is also one of his first uh, features. So he keeps improving. Smoke. Let me give you some really good advice. Be the rabbit. The humble bunny can outwit all of his enemies. He's brave and sneaky and strong. Be the rabbit. Jojo! Are you all right, Jojo? Who are you talking to? Nobody. Did you like Captain K? Love Captain K. How could you not? Yeah, um, yeah. Love Sam Rockwell anyway. He's great. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing that I, I really cannot think of a film that he's been in that I didn't enjoy. Um, yeah. The remake of Poltergeist. The remake of Poltergeist. Isn't I haven't that? seen that. <laughs> yeah, well. They did that? Who did that? Sam Rockwell was the father. Oh, that's right. He was. No. But I don't now I'll have to see that. I don't remember even being bad in it. Um, there was nothing good about that movie, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't. It's hard to make remake Poltergeist. You know, it was beautiful the first time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, change. Uh, it was just not good. Uh, yeah. But usually, when Sam Rockwell, Rockwell, when Sam Rockwell, Rockwell, uh, uh, um, you know, three billboards and and Moon and. Uh, Moon was great. He's uh, Galaxy Quest. Oh, Galaxy Quest is one of my favorites. He's a fantastic actor. Yeah, and and the Which way way back. Have you seen that? <laughs> Anybody seen that? The way way back. Uh, yeah, I love the way way back. So, no. I'm not sure. What's uh, it about? Anybody? Um, it's about some. It's about amusement park, like a, a a water slide, basically. But it's a kid. It's a story, coming of age story. Which is kind of what this film is here is a coming of age story. You know, it's uh, it's kind of to me, it's uh, it's like a love story, coming of age story for you know a, a young boy. You know, I mean, he kind of falls in love with uh, you know the girl in the in the closet. You know, in a sense, yeah. So, you know, that dynamic. What what? How did you? What did you guys think about the dynamic between JoJo and Elsa? I thought it was funny just how it, how it started where he was trying to be all tough, um, but then to figure out that like neither of them could tell on each other um, was was pretty cool. It was, it was funny how that played out. Yeah, and then the negotiations start. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> my favorite, the most touching thing was the letters from her uh, boyfriend from, that he was writing. From Nathan. Saw, from Nathan. When she, uh, he saw how hurt she was after the first one. He yeah. Goes, oh, I forgot to tell you there was a second letter. And it's just so <laughs> sweet. Yeah. Such a sweet moment in it. And that's right at first. Like, he he feels bad about hurting her feelings immediately, even though she's a Jew. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's so oh, anti-Jewish. Jew, right. <laughs> oh, Jew. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Yeah. His, his little mannerisms he did are just so priceless. And um, it was fun to watch him kind of develop though this kind of love for her you know throughout you're kind of watching it first he's you know you know his i I really liked the first scene when they find each other and you know he's crawling through the room he finds he gets his his little knife and he gets into the room and then all of a sudden he sees this monstrous foot you know (laughs) i mean that's the biggest foot i've ever seen on a little girl but um and and then you know he has this fear and then of course the little fingers, you know, of, of coming around the corner and like, oh, this is going to turn into like a horror fl- you know, film. Yeah, she has uh, long, skinny, weird fingers. Yeah, and then as she's coming down the steps, she's, you know, moving her fingers to as like she's walking down, which is definitely, you know, the director uh, 100% was like, do this, because you could tell that was so much like him and his personality. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it was really fun to watch that and then that scene where you know he he tries to run for the door was i thought was amazing i think that scene is really impactful it was so well done uh and then of course she pulls the knife uh did you think what what did when you first saw it what did you think was going to happen in that situation i mean when you okay (laughs) obviously you guys didn't watch the same film i did i don't know Uh, (laughs) what i didn't think that she was really gonna hurt him yeah but did you think, no, I mean, what, what what did you think was going to happen? I mean, you know, just put this back in the situation, the time he gets out, um, you know, is he going to be, you know, tell everybody is, you know, I mean, you, you think about it. She's, you can tell that that's his first reaction. Like that's what he wants to do. He wants to run out the door and like tell everyone. He doesn't even think about the consequences at first. She has to like grab him before he gets to the door. Yeah, because you feel, he feels like that's what he's supposed to do. He's been through. Yeah, all this, you know, that's what he's trained training. to do. Yeah. Yeah, some training <laughs> Did, didn't really work. <laughs> Keep blowing himself up with a grenade. Come on. Well, let's go to this. Speaking of blowing himself up with a grenade, uh, what did you think about that that scene where? You know, he's running through and making the, well, let's go, I guess even before that, you know, let's go to the, where he snaps the neck of the rabbit. How did you guys, how did it, how did it make you feel during that? In time? the jerk Nazi. Yeah. Ugh, jerk Nazi oh, snapping the rabbit's neck. Yeah. It was horrible. Such a cute little rabbit. Yeah. Cause and the thing that he says too is he's trying to get him to run away. He's like, run, run, run. like something yeah. as he's like trying to scoot him away. And then the guy just jerks him up and, and does it. Mm-hmm. You could just see the innocence like right away. Yeah, yeah. And the rabbit wouldn't go anywhere. He just sat there. Right. So frustrating. I think Taika doesn't want you to forget that Nazis are bad throughout the movie. Yeah. Because there are a few, I mean, Commander K, Captain mm-hmm. K? Mm-hmm. Captain K. K. Mm-hmm. Captain, Captain K. You really, by the end, are in love with this guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And even kind of like his boyfriend a little bit. Cause he's yeah. Sick. Yeah. Right. Theon. Uh, Theon, Theon Greyjoy. Yeah. <laughs> he has no scrotum. <laughs> I saw Game of Thrones. <laughs> Reek. <laughs> Captain Klizendorf, right? I mean. Klizendorf. Klizendorf. Um, Klinsen, Klinsendorf. Uh you know, it was almost funny. Like his, he, he had all these minions around him. You know, and uh, you know, uh, Rebel Wilson uh, was, you know, her, her typical feel and energy. Uh, did you care for her character at all? For who, Rebel? Mm-hmm. Well, she's funny, mm-hmm. and I think yeah, that's how she was. I think there was nothing she's very funny, but you don't, uh, you don't. Uh, I don't know if you particularly embrace her because she she's very Nazified mm-hmm. and the stuff that comes out of her mouth. <laughs> but she's funny, so you know. And I mean, also, uh, you know, you think about this. You know, if this was, you still have to go back to the historical, you know. But it's a, a satire on on what happened. Uh, was there anything that just? when you were watching it, you just did not expect to happen in this film. I didn't expect him to blow himself up with the grenade. Yeah, definitely not that. I was like, we lost our main character immediately. What's going on? (laughs) Um, I I don't know if we're jumping too, too far ahead, but I did not expect to see that happen to his mom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did not either. Oh my gosh. That was horrifying. Yeah. And it was I, shot so well that she, they didn't, they never showed her face. Like, yeah. Don't. Yeah. We, you know, it, the thing about that scene, I thought they did a great job of setting her shoes, you know, and the scene. Um, and then when you, you know, the butterfly, and that's one of the questions I have for you guys, you know, the, the, as we saw the butterfly, we saw it a couple of times. We saw it once with, he was with Elsa and the butterflies in his stomach. And then we saw this butterflies, uh, you know, following it when he's in the kind of the park area. And then all of a sudden we see the sh- he turns and sees the mom's shoe hanging with the body attached. Um, you know, that scene was like, holy cow, this, you know, is, is, is brilliant. Uh, I heard one of the things I thought that was that he originally wanted to kill, have the boy be the one, you know, was was killed when his early, early works on this and it changed. And I think that was a, a marvelous change of having the mom because now then you really feel and you sympathize with, uh, Jojo, um, you know, because how else can you not? He lost his mom. Yeah. And he's learning that Nazis are real bad. Yeah. And what kind of stood out to me was the ruthlessness of it that I think that they had just been at the house they're yeah. going through like his stuff. Did they know at that point that his mom was dead? Because they just said like, "Oh, she's in town," but nobody ever came to tell him. Like, he basically they asked him where she was. Do you know where yeah. she is? Mm-hmm. Like, so, did they know at that point that she was dead? That, that's a that's a good. I mean, you know, I never, I didn't think about that when we were, I was watching the film. But you know, when you look back on it, is a possibility that, that could have been the case. You know, yeah. And those are the cool things about it is to you know, look at it when you watch it again to see, was there any more clues that set that off? Cause had he not been walking around that day, he might not have ever found her. And then would he have just been sitting home like wondering what happened to her? Cause no one ever came to like say, 
you know, your mother's dead. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's a war going on, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it was, it's one of those moments that sort of makes you go, wow. Rob Esler, you're looking fetching as usual. Whoa. Okay, wow. It's because of you my son can't walk properly and has a messed up face. He's <laughs> still an angry leg. Just took it. Yeah, yeah. So you are going to look after him while I'm at work? Hmm? Make sure he has a job and feels included. Got it? Got it. Yeah, really got it. Good. Guys, this is Johannes Betzler. The kid I told you about. Remember, he stole a hand grenade and blew himself up. And as a result, I got demoted for negligence. Now I get to work in this office with all these wonderful kids. So, Jojo, I'm sure we can figure out something for you to do. Oh. Ideas? Yeah. Guys? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, we need somebody to walk the clones. So when did you guys become emotionally involved in the story? Was there um, a point? For, yeah, for me, it was the scene when they were arguing at dinner, and then she puts the soot on her face um, to make it look like his dad. Um, and they kind of have like a little sweet moment at the end of it. That That's kind of what got me in there. How about you, yeah. Patrick? I think I was all, I was invested from as soon as he has an imaginary friend that's Hitler who's advising him. <laughs> and then he does when he's running down the street going, I just, just like, I love it. I love it already. Uh, and you see kind and you part of you feels bad because this little kid does not understand the severity of the third Reich. Right. But at the same time, it's funny. So, uh, you know, and Taika Waititi is good at that, where he'll, he can make you laugh and then stop you in your tracks and make you cry and then get you laughing again a few minutes later. So, Yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing talent to have. It is, very much so. Laura, when, when was the first time that you were really like sucked in on the, on the film? I think for me, it's the part where he is reading the first letter from Nathan and then he sees that it upsets her. And he immediately goes and writes the next letter. Like that's like, oh, okay, you really do care about her. You really do know that she's a she's a person. She's not just this monster Jew. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jew. Oh, yeah. Jew. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I was, you know, really to me, it was as soon as I saw the Hit Hitler, uh, you know, situation. I I thought that right there caught me, and it kind of reminded me a lot. I don't know if you guys. Um, have you ever seen the great dictator, uh, with Charlie Chaplin? Uh, oh, yeah. was, I think I've seen the monologue 1940. Posts. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it kind of reminded me of like that sort of, uh, satirical feel. And at that point I was like, Oh, I'm really interested to see what you do with it. You know, whether you blow it and, and it's terrible or is it, is it really great? You know? Um, and I think he, he actually nailed it. Uh, you know, and then, I mean, it was real kind of comical, like his characters that he, you know, were always around, you know, like the Hogan Heroes characters almost, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, you felt like that's what you were watching, you know, when you looked at, you know, the uh, um, Captain uh, K. Yeah. Um, and Rebel Wilson. Yeah. I mean, was it not like that? Didn't it remind oh, yeah. you a little bit of it? And, and mm -hmm. so I thought he like pulled interesting little pieces and put them into the story but then he put this amazing, you know, story underneath it that just, that takes it to the next level. Someday you'll meet someone special. Why does everyone keep telling me that? Who else tells you that? 
everyone? Anyway, it's a stupid idea. <laughs> You're stupid. Love is the strongest thing in the world. I think you'll find that metal is the strongest thing in the world, followed closely by dynamite and then muscles. Besides, I wouldn't even know it if I saw it. Surprise, surprise. The shoelaces are undone again. Oh, Cho-Cho. You'll know when it happens. You'll feel it. It's a pain. My ass, I bet. In your tummy. Like, like you're full of butterflies. Yuck. Yeah, yuck. Come on, Shitla. Let's get the move on. If you had to pick one character out of all of them, you know, I know we talked about it a little earlier, but one character that you'd like to see another completely, you know, developed out script, which one would it be? I want to see Yorkie and um, Jojo together in something else. <laughs> like a buddy comedy? Yeah, <laughs> like definitely. Super, super fun. Like a, a t- yeah, super yeah. fuzz, Tucker and Dale, you know. I'd like, like to that. see them fight zombies. Yes, yes. <laughs> and 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 <laughs> and then fight robots at some point. Right. They should. So, so <laughs> I, I, I thought that once one thing that was always interesting to me is watching it was how many times he got offered cigarettes from Hitler. <laughs> yeah. Hitler kept forgetting. He kept forgetting that he was like ten years old. And I'm ten uh, years old. Yeah. I don't smoke. But but I thought that was like really funny and like just sort of uh you know kind of in his imagination you know he thinks he's older and you know and it's it he he plays so well in this the story is so cute and every, and every time I watch this film I I feel like it gets better um, yeah it did when I first watched it I, I thought this was a lot like Wes Anderson it had you know some a lot of the symmetric uh aspects that you know wes anderson does very simple you know kind of uh isolated and very bright and very very bright colors Mm -hmm. uh you know which was part of you know they shot this um with anamorphic lenses but they shot it at a four three ratio so just to that's taking an image and they're crunching it down. But I thought it was beautiful, like absolutely yeah. gorgeous uh, shot with Alexa. And, you know, the, the look on it was just really, really solid. And I think that was one of the other things that tied this film together. It had all the pieces, you know, you had a good script, you had great cinematography, you had amazing acting uh, and it was fun, you know? So, uh, you know, what more can you ask for in a film? Yeah. And when you said it kind of made me think when you brought up the cigarettes, it must have been a fun character to play this Hitler character because you're not I mean, you're not Hitler. You're not a parody version of Hitler. You're a kid's imagination of Hitler. That's I bet it it, it must have been fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like pretty much anything goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These little contact lenses in. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice that? <laughs> uh, right off the bat, I was like, that's right. I guess his eyes wouldn't makes sense to, right <laughs> did they, they have brown did they have contacts back then yeah <laughs> well i don't think we were supposed to know that they were contacts. oh shoot way to go <laughs> now i will say this is the second movie uh that i love that has closed out with uh david bowie's heroes it is this I one granted that. it was in german this time but the other one was uh perks of being a wallflower all right and uh it ends. We are infinite, and then busts into heroes. Yeah, 
Yeah, the music in this really pushed it pushed it through too. So mm-hmm. it was yeah, great, great choices of music and um, you know that Beatles, uh, the German Beatles version of uh, "I Want to Hold Your Hand." <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. <laughs> um, one of the things that I was thinking throughout of it was was Captain K good or bad? What do you guys think? relatively speaking for a Nazi, he was good. Yeah. I think it goes through a change. I, I think the change happens, uh, when, um, you know, he asked for the passport and, you know, he, he, at that point you realize that he, you know, all of a sudden he's not so bad. He's, he's a nice gentleman. Like he's trying to protect the family and he's, you know, looking after him. So I, I think that's the point where it starts to flip for me on him. You know, other, before that, he's kind of got he's he's Nazi. He's a hundred percent Nazi. You know, even though he's got this well, flair of love, of, right? You know, and yeah, he, you know. and he knows that the Nazis are against that, so he's trying to you know tone that down. So so he might yeah. be on your side, right? You know, because he's an outsider that, himself. Yeah, I think it's that kindred between the the persecuted gays and the persecuted Jews at that yeah. part. Uh, and they don't beat you over the head, I don't think, with him no. being gay. But every time you see uh, Theon, you're like, gay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, really you, gay. You had the, the standoff scene where the two of them are face to face. Yeah. And he's like, wait, 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 wait. It's like kind of uncomfortable. Um, and well, then- plus they had the, the pink triangles on their... Uh, Uniforms. Do they? Oh, I didn't even I didn't, see I, that. I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that. Was that all the way through? No, I think it was at the end. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. At the end. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When they make their own. Yeah, when he designs his own uh, his, uh, costume. <laughs> right, yeah, it's they didn't have him throughout the whole movie. Yeah. That, that would be like... Yeah, I love <laughs> I love that scene where his eye, you know, he's got the little eyeliner around his eyes, and and you know, oh, he's super fabulous. Oh, so so amazing! And then yeah. you know, and then you kind of you roll out of that for a second, and it gets you know funny, and then you come back, and you know, JoJo gets brought to the firing line basically with Co- yeah. you know, with, with Captain K. Um, um, uh, how did you guys feel when that was happening? Did you think that Jojo was going to get killed or did you, what do you think was going to happen? You definitely are afraid for him at that point. Cause he's, he's been sucked back in like and associated with the Nazis and he's got the jacket on and uh, it doesn't look good for Jojo at that point. I didn't think he was going to get killed though. I wasn't yeah. that worried. Yeah. But I thought it was a neat way of like getting him out of there by you know standing him up. He's having this whole talk, and then he just pops the jacket off of him, and you know mm-hmm. spits on him and throws him out. Uh, it was perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, then, and then you you know you you care you you know you, at this point you've already started to care for you know for the the captain and Captain and K Captain K and his his wonderful annex. Um, so that that's a cool feel of the film, you know. But it seemed like kind of like Cap- like Jojo almost changed Captain K in a little bit too because he did seem to soften up after Jojo blew himself up. Like you could see every time Jojo came around, he was just like a little bit easier on him. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. like that turned him, you're a misfit now like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, plus he was taken off of that training camp duty. Yeah. Right. In the office. So. Right. Yeah. 
Right. And it and it was JoJo's fault. And he wasn't even mad at JoJo about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How could you be mad at a 10-year-old sweetie uh, like JoJo? So cute. He's so cute. So Rebel just blew up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I just kept waiting to see her fly or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. like her shoes fly yeah, out. Yeah, something, you know. Uh, but that was. It that is was definitely cool. a movie about shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Someone has There's a tight some great shoes. Some fetishes. Some foot fetishes were in this definitely. Don't kill this movie for me, Kent. Yeah. Yeah. A foot <laughs> fetish movie. Feet are gross. Yeah. So oh, well. mm, 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 mm. no feet. No feet. But how would you know if you saw one? They could look just like us. I'd feel its head for horns. And they smell like Brussels sprouts. Oh yeah. I forgot about the Brussels sprouts bit. Imagine catching one and giving it to Hitler. That'd be a surefire way to get into his personal guards. I thought I was your best friend. <sighs> I guess I'm just a kid in a fat kid's body. Are you, have you guys gone out and bought your Yoo-Hoo Jew book yet? <laughs> <laughs> Yoo-Hoo Jude! <laughs> the illustrated Yoo-Hoo Jew. Right. Uh, got lots of good ways of killing <clears throat> Nathan. But that book was very interesting in how it kind of plays into the story. You know, what was your thoughts as you were, you know, you were seeing it and Elsa's there and she's like, she says, Hey, I wrote it. You know, this is my thoughts. What was, how did you feel about that? I thought that was a good way to save herself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that was very quick thinking. Yeah. But on the other side of it, I was like, Oh man, I feel bad for Jojo because he's just been copyrighted. You know, someone <laughs> stole all of his work, you know. Um, uh, so I felt bad for him, but I also felt that that was a way of saving her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Do you I'm think this sure. do you think this was too uh Nazi driven on the, the aspects? Do you think there was just too much of that thrown into this or do you think it was uh, a good amount and everything kind of played out. I thought I it was a it was good, good amount. Yeah, I definitely thought it was a good amount. And then you, and you get to see how, how silly uh, some of the Nazi protocol was with the Heil Hitler scene with what was it like 38 times and oh, so two great. minutes. Good to see Stephen Merchant in there. That was, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. And what did you think mm-hmm. of his character? I mean, how did you think of you know, his character? Did you think he was, you know, a dick? Do you think he was? Uh, he mean, was super creepy, wasn't he? He was great at being super creepy and just looming over everyone. I mean, he's an enormous guy anyway, but just the sheer like presence of him. Plus, I read he stood on a box. I, I was going to say he had to <laughs> in that scene, that one so he'd be right. even taller than Sam Rockwell. Yeah, I, I, he was a lot taller. <laughs> I thought that was really funny because I was like. Oh my God. They just made him like six inches. Yeah, I'm sure he was on an Apple box, you know, uh, at least six inches taller, you know? So, um, but it, it does, creep but it really well. worked really well yeah. with the story. Cause then you got this, ugh, he's lurchy kind of, you know, so the, lurchy. The funny thing is I had just watched the good boys the night before that little tween comedy, sex comedy thing. And Steven merchant is in that also playing a very creepy character. <laughs> So run out and see the good boys. Full of creepy Stephen Merchant. 
Uh, he's only in like two scenes. A little bit of creepy Stephen Merchant. <laughs> a little bit of creepy Stephen Merchant. <laughs> and then watch Logan, where he's a little less creepy, but still creepy as it's a mutant. Creepy in it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> creepy mutant. What I was thinking after that scene, though, was well, I guess I didn't realize this until the movie was over, but how lucky they were that that wasn't like early in the war, where like the war ended so soon after she got discovered that, that it all kind of worked out okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. I mean, and and I think that that was a fun ending, you know, the whole and, and let's just let's jump into that part of it. What do you think about, you know, Jojo basically lying to her at the end there? Uh that the war that was, was over. That was tough cuz yeah. <laughs> like, her, I mean, her one goal is freedom and like that's the thing that he's going to deny her. There was a sweetness to it too, though. Like you could see, I mean, obviously he was just being selfish because he wanted her yeah, living there, but, but there were, there was a sweetness to it. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't like keep it from her. I mean, he was, he figured out a way to make it right. 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 And I think he played so well too, like just the look on his face and like how he kept looking down a little bit. Like it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was neat. And then, you know, as, as we go out to the ending, uh, you know, because I mean, let's talk about it. You know, it's the, it's, you know, as Patrick was showing us, it's the pop of the dance. <laughs> and none of you can see it, yeah. but yeah, he finally, he's snapping his fingers. The dance. I mean, and they're you dancing because people who are free dance. Right. That's right. And and she said, you know, that was the thing she said earlier in the film. Uh, you know, it was about, you know, freedom, you know, if she had, what was the one thing she wanted to do? And that would be, you know, freedom and dance, freedom to mm-hmm. dance. Uh, and I dancing thought it was a big theme in this movie, dancing and feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, it just played really well at the end. And I thought it was just a nice, you know, you know, the wars come to an end, you know, you realize that he's lied to her, but now then you, you break into this and she's sort of like, okay, I don't like what you did, but I, I still like you and I, you know, still care for you. Um, and then the dance is just, you know, you just get, when the music cranks up, you get into it and you start, you know, snapping your fingers with them, you know? So it was fun. (laughs) When I saw it with Kent, he stood up in the theater and started dancing. I did. I did. (laughs) Good thing we were the only two people at that 10 o'clock showing. Now there were those two other people down in front of us. Oh God, I didn't see him. (laughs) <laughs> I'm really I'm starting to have like therapy. They saw them. you. <laughs> Everyone saw. Yeah. Projection of going, Holy cow. That guy's <laughs> got some moves, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, but it, Patrick was just the reluctant, like the little boy, like starting with Kent. Right. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was kind of weird. Patrick kept throwing ones at me. I don't know what it was about, but the $1 bills were just flying, you know, <laughs> making it rain, making it rain. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't have money. What are you talking about? New on digital. How far would you go for revenge? From the producers of James Bond is the next great action spy film. Starring Blake Lively and Gene Ball. Don't miss this action pack film. Loaded with the scenes, bonus content, and Bye. The rhythm section. Today on digital and watch it at home tonight. Rated R from Paramount. Did you sleep last night?
So, with closing notes on Jojo Rabbit, what do you guys think about it? Any uh, any thoughts on this? I think you should see it and then see it again after that. Yes, and then maybe maybe see it one more time. I, I tell you, it, it really helps to watch it. You know, the second time because you pick up a lot. The first time, I always just watch it, you know, and enjoy it. And then the second time, watch it again because there's a lot that you miss. And I think the humor is funnier the second time than it was. The yeah. First time, you know, uh, I can't wait to watch this, you know, 10 times and then come back to it and say, wow, like, you know, start quoting some lines out of it, which is almost impossible for me. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so easily amused. Yeah. I, I just think it was really well made, like all the way around shot beautifully, like great acting, great story. I'm ready for his yeah. next film. I'm ready for his yeah. next film. Me too. I can't wait, too. I can't wait yeah. to see what that is. What's his next one? Thor versus Hulk or Hulk and another Thor movie? Or Yep, another <laughs> Thor movie. I think it's another <laughs> Thor. Yeah. Which is, he did a good job with the first one, you know? And Oh, Ragnarok I, was so good. Yeah, that was, it, had enough, it had enough humor in it and, and it kept true to the story. So I thought it was, he does a great job at that kind of stuff. And, the, yeah. and that's the kind of thing that probably pays for his, you know, films to do like Jojo Rabbit, you know? Definitely. Uh, I'm not sure what. Oh, what are you saying? What? I wanted to mention that if you want to see another comedic movie about hiding a Jew in the attic in Nazi Germany, there's There's a short film. funny about that, Patrick. (laughs) Hold on. There's a short film that Adam Green directed called The Diary of Anne Frankenstein. (laughs) (laughs) I think think it's on YouTube where you could see it. If not, there's a, a. an anthology film called Chillerama uh, with a lot of recognizable faces, but the diary of Anne Frankenstein is one of the funniest short films I've ever seen because uh, they make a Jewish <clears throat> golem like Frankenstein. So it's basically <laughs> Frankenstein, but all dressed up in like uh, almost like a, in a Jewish way. It's <laughs> like a, of, like a Hasid. Uh, yes. And it's got, uh, <laughs> who's the tall skinny guy from avatar. Uh, who was in Dodgeball as the Doug Jones? No, <laughs> Doug Jones was in Dodgeball. <laughs> oh, are you talking yeah. about Steve the Pirate? No, no, no. That's that's our friend Alan Tudyk. Uh, that's right. <laughs> the other guy, uh, the guy who doesn't know who Steve the Pirate is. Oh. That's me. Is that- yeah. <laughs> it's not well, Vince anyway, Vaughn. Is it Vince no, Vaughn? He was in no. Avatar. He wasn't. No. He was one of the main characters in Avatar. No uh, one has seen Avatar, but you. That's fucked up. That's really <laughs> fucked up. You, I don't is like it. A, I still see Joel it. David Moore. Joel, what's his name? David Moore. Joel David Moore. Yes, yes, that's who I'm talking about. He plays uh, basically like a Hitler type of Nazi character in it, and he's speaking gibberish German in the movie, and you just start. It's, as you watch it, you start hearing things like you'd be like, "Ich bin dein Citripio," and just throw in all these pop references, and it's so fucking funny. <laughs> Give it a shot on YouTube. You guys will probably hate it, but you know yeah. what the fuck. Well, what, I, you, I think I like it. What other movies you guys well, been watching in quarantine other than you know Jewish Frankenstein? There. <laughs> well, no, that's, an old, that's an oldie, but a goodie. <laughs> Diary Van Frankenstein. I've been watching a lot of your indie uh, fair movies. I watched uh, American Satan, uh, which is about a band. Uh, Malcolm McDowell's in it. And Sam from Game of Thrones is in it. Oh, Sam. 
Uh, it's an okay movie. I saw Satanic Panic, keeping with the Satan theme, apparently. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Uh, I saw Guns Akimbo was probably my favorite. Oh, that's uh, the one with Daniel Radcliffe? Daniel Radcliffe that uh, basically gets guns bolted to his hands and is put into this kill game where he has to kill this other person or be killed. And it's just a lot of, it's good, clean, violent fun. I like that. Laura, what have you been watching? We have been marathoning episodes of Night Court and (laughs) um, Schitt's Creek and uh, Tiger King, which is is hard to watch at times. Um, Don't know if we're going to finish that one, but uh, yeah, we're we're about halfway through it. You better finish that one if I had to watch that one. I know. I know. We're on episode five. Oh, it's almost over then. Yeah. It's like seven episodes, isn't it? Or, yeah. Or did I stop watching at seven and call it a day? No, I think it's seven. Even if though I heard watch- that there's going to put a new one out. They're going to put a new one out. Oh, no. If you have a chance, watch Kingdom. On oh, yeah. Netflix. It's an Asian, uh, it's a Korean period, kind of like feudal uh, Asian type of zombie um, show and it's two seasons right now it's fantastic fantastic makes the walking dead look like boring Boring. (laughs) nobody talked about their feelings in kingdom it's non-stop zombie action oh awesome well there you go yeah good it's great gregor how about your have you been watching anything (laughs) yeah i mean i've been watching a lot of just tv on netflix um random porn um yeah a little bit you know here and there um they put community on netflix anybody watch community when oh i love community i did i did watch community i enjoyed it started watching that again um i did get a recommendation for a movie called uh blow the man down oh i watched it yeah have you seen that I haven't yet, but I, I heard good things about it. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I thought it was really... What is uh, Blow the Man Down? It's on Prime. Yeah, it's a little mystery um, film that's on Amazon Prime right now. And oh, it's a movie. Uh-huh, it's a movie. It's re- okay. really well done. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I've, I've actually, I've been, I watched The Invisible Man. Um, and, what did you think of that? I... Uh, I wasn't blown away, but it was. You know. I thought it was good. I mean, I was a big fan of the original, you know, way back, and um, uh, like Claude Rains, like old, yeah, old school. Yes, I like that school. one too. Uh, yeah, and and I I thought they did a really good job with it, and it had a unique little twist, and I think that's what made it a little better than what I thought. Um, I I thought it missed in some things, but um, you know, it, it was still it was still good. You know, it was very in- entertaining. Uh, uh, and then I watched Ford versus Ferrari again. Uh, oh, I still haven't seen that. So good. It's a great action packed film. Um, and cool. it's just full of, you know, it's just, it's got a lot of like a good acting, good story, good action, all tied into one. Um, and then we kind of binge watched, uh, uh, season three of Ozarks and, just, oh, I watched that too. I watched season two and season three. Yeah, the, the final episode of season three is just is brilliant to me. It's really, really well done. Uh, makes you want to, you know, you can't wait for the season, you know, the next season. So uh, I can um, wait. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but I'll tell you one that I want to see, and we're going to actually be giving away some of them, is the rhythm section with Blake Lively and uh, uh, Jude Law. So, Jude Law, that's right. Yeah. So It looked really, really good. Yeah, it's a cool yeah. action-packed film that's going to be coming out. Uh, so it's kind of it's an action spy thriller. Uh, we're we're excited about it, and, and we're going to actually have some uh, places you can go to Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, and we'll be uh, we'll be giving away some free digital copies so you can watch them at your home and let us know how you feel about them. So that's um, coming up real it's soon. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So t- stay tuned to our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. That's, That's right. right. That's right. For the rhythm section giveaway. Hey, there you go. In a world. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how it's done, Patrick. In a world, a woman seeks revenge against those who orchestrated a plane crash that killed her family. Ah, so good. <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> um, but uh, listen, hey, we, we, we've had a lot of fun here. Um, we're excited about all this. And we're you know hoping that you guys are staying safe out there. And we just want to make sure you rate, review, and subscribe uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. And, and wash your hands. And wash your hands, number Don't one. Don't touch thing. your face. That's yeah. right. Wear a mask in public. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Do that too. Yeah. And and do whatever you can. Stay in if, as much as you can. You know, uh, it's nothing wrong. I've noticed there's a lot of people walking in the neighborhoods and all that kind of stuff. So it's good to see people actually going back to the 1950s again. Um, you know, <laughs> staying at home. So Is that the last time people walked. Yeah, you know, it's really it's really interesting to see. It's kind of like that. You know, we're back to the more family and you know the people that mean the most to you. And you guys, they're out there listening. You mean the most to us. So. We love you. Um, so, uh, love you. <laughs> in a world where a beverage a podcast world. loves you. Yes. <laughs> Stay at home and watch movies. Right. And we're going to give you a big hug out there. So, uh, uh, keep listening and make sure you go back and check out some of the other podcasts that we have as there's a lot of them. There's 16 of them floating around on there and it's just fun. Put them on in the background and just let them roll. So, did we decide what we're doing for next time? Uh, oh, we? yeah. I don't know. Did we? You know, Parasite is on Hulu. Well, maybe Parasite. I don't know. Uh, whose number's up? Who's, uh, yeah, uh, whose turn is it? Let's see. I don't know. That would be a good Which question. What did we just do today? Uh, <laughs> Jojo Rabbit. That would be Lars. That was me, yep. So then it would be to me, right? I think so. And Parasite's mm-hmm. on my list, guys. So I it think is. you guys should probably say Parasite. Parasite. Can do. Parasite. Awesome. All right. Excellent. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And once again, uh, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Stay safe out there, y'all. We love you. See ya. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Adult Beverage Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by our sponsors, Bricks Wood Fired Pizza, where they bring people together. Be sure to visit adultbeverage.org on the web to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our new fantastic bonus content. You have just listened to the Adult Beverage Podcast with your hosts, Patrick, Laura, and Kent. Love this episode of Adult Beverage Podcast? Head over to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you might listen to your podcast to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. That's this week's episode of the Adult Beverage Podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thank you for listening.